Hey, after buzzers, we have Nate potentially going crazy, Bonnie maybe going crazy, and basically everybody just going crazy. As per usual, we are talking How to Get Away with Murder, Season 5, Episode 11, right now. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz. We all got to drive this week. I'm so impressed. The song is growing on me. It's growing. I love it. I love it. I guess it makes it even better too. True. I guess. Hey, After Buzzers, thank y'all so much for joining us for another amazing episode of How to Get Away with Murder. Full panel here tonight, which we always love, of course. I'm your host, April Wisenhant. Beside me, I have my girl, Elena. Hey guys, Elena here, but you can call me Lay just just for the time being. Hey, I like Lay. that. I like that. <laughs> Love it. I like that. We have Jamie Gray. Hey guys, it's Jamie. And of course, the what do I want to say? <laughs> CJ Walker, the amazing <laughs> CJ Walker. The amazing CJ Walker. What's up, guys? I'm back to talk about this crazy episode. I loved it. You know, I had an adjective in my head and then it like went out of my head, but that's just because the, it's just the, the episode. It's the CJ, did, the did CJ that to Walker. Me. I cannot say your name without thinking Madam before it. So same, oh same. Sorry. Like no, really? Am I missing something? Madam like CJ she is Walker. A, yeah. Oh, I she started the relaxer. Oh no no, CJ Walker. She's probably my cousin. Madam. Girl, <laughs> way down the line, but no, it makes sense. I get it. Y'all are too funny. Um, okay, so tonight a different kind of episode. What y'all think? Tonight's episode was it was. You didn't uh, seem to like it. I thought it was I great. It. I liked it. I thought it was very eventful and like a lot of things happened. It was eventful. Yeah, you don't think so? I think so. I really like this episode because <laughs> it was. Face. I thought it was crazy. Like, first of all, Nate made me so mad. I know me and April will talk about this. I know yeah. you like Nate, and I do like Nate. But this episode, I was like, Nate, fall back. And I, I like, I liked Frank this episode. I loved. Frank I this like episode. how Frank was like, Nate, fall back. I know we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But again, I just and I felt so bad for Bonnie. I went through a lot of emotions, and I feel like if I get that invested, it's a good episode. So, yeah. yeah. I don't feel like it was eventful. I feel like, and and maybe it could just be because of what Nate's character gave us tonight. Mm-hmm. But for me, the show tonight, m- my mouth didn't drop until the end. Okay, and and that's just which makes sense. Yeah, because the and the, but that's how it goes with the show. The end is always so crazy, obviously. But you know, a I, lot of stuff did happen. I feel. Like. I think the way I feel, the reason I feel, is because it was so crazy. Because it was yeah. so chaotic. Because Nate was going AWOL. I just feel like, eh, eh. Yeah, Maybe. that's true. Everyone was okay. just hating on Nate this episode. I mean, I uh, love Nate this episode. So I didn't like Laurel this episode. Oh, oh she's oh, worried about her yeah. baby though. You know what I'm saying? First but I get of, it. First she was of, a little dramatic. First but. of all, last week one of y'all was mad at Laurel for not. Fighting for her child after she saw the blood on the blanket. That wasn't me. I don't think it was me. I don't think it was me either. I said something about <laughs> you it. Think it was you. What you talking about? I was the one who defended her, and I said no. Remember, she called Bonnie. Don't worry, you... our friends in the chat room is going to let us know who it was. Yeah, so guys. We, we will get to crazy little Laurel tonight. Um, I want to talk about Nate first. Uh, make sure y'all stay tuned for the whole episode because we have some great news and gossip for y'all. Also, tell us in the chat who y'all thinks Keating. 
who y'all think who y'all think Keating's best <laughs> was. Um, I love when you I, say of course, y'all. <laughs> I have mine in mind already. Me too. And last week I didn't. So I've been thinking about my Keating's best since mm-hmm. we were watching that. I know mine for sure. <laughs> I still had to think of mine. I don't have mine. That's okay. Well, it always changes as we talk. Um, I want to uh, start off, of course, talking about Nate because I feel like that's pretty much what the whole episode was about. Um, we start off with him being questioned, and he is just fully no holds barred to g- telling everyone it's the governor. He, It's like he has no... It, it, what do y'all think about it, basically? I feel like it's a little crazy, but what do y'all think? He looked a little kooky. He looked like he was missing a screw, like, just all the lights were not on upstairs. He just... I don't know what was going on with Nate, but, like, he just looked out of it. And just to even hear him say that, I'm like, you're literally trying to convince yourself and other people that Miller did this to the point where you literally sound crazy. Yeah. And I hated seeing him like that because we already know he's always this cool, calm, collected person, but he just seemed to lose all logic, all mm-hmm. sense of reality, and I, he's just not that person, so he's letting me down. Yeah. yeah. But did he? Did he lose all sense of logic? I was also mm-hmm. concerned about Nate in the beginning, but thankfully, he tied it all together and it came through, like, him getting swabbed and things, mm-hmm. like, when it started to really take off in the episode, I was like, oh, okay. While he was running around talking to the the drawer and things like that, I was concerned. I was like, okay, Nate, I feel like you were literally falling off the wagon. Yeah. But the way that it came around made me say, okay, so maybe we should have had your back. I feel like Annalise was mm-hmm. right when she told him that he was, um, he was trying to make it something so he wouldn't feel guilty. And I, I agree. Felt like, so I, like, really agree with that. And then he just did look, like, really crazy this whole episode. I think he just got lucky. Or I don't know. I feel like there's more to the story that happened at the end about, yeah. like, um, the whole swap thing. Well, there has to be. I mean, first of all, it almost... I think this is why I feel so much for Nate in this episode. Because it's clear that he looks a little kooky. And maybe we're just thinking that because we know of the history with his dad, so it's like that's already plugged into our brains that he has mental health issues that run in the family. Um, So I feel like just probably as showrunners and as writers, they're playing that up a little more. But you have to think, if one of one of our parents were murdered in what we think is cold blood, are we not going to do every single thing we possibly could? Right. Are, people, are people maybe going to think we're crazy? Probably. But the thing that got me is when Bonnie played the phone call for him with Annalise, and he still was like, that doesn't mean anything. I'm like, that clearly means that something. That did it for me, too. I was like, that's Nate, whole, what the heck? That's the whole reason why you did it. Exactly. Is because of you saw a picture of him at a payphone. Now you're hearing what he said, and you're like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, that's I, I, I didn't like that either. That's not good. But she, honestly, that could have been something else. Like, he could have just been covering himself to Nate's defense. Two things. Yeah. I love that Bonnie played them the tape and she didn't just, like, keep it to herself. Yeah. So that was very refreshing because it seems like they all are just being more inclusive, which I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. I love that. I also, I mean, I feel like Nate was being a little crazy when she played the tape and denying that it was Miller, but I also yeah. understand where he was coming from because we have been played so many times on this show that I understand him hearing that tape and saying that it means nothing. Had he gone about it a different way, then I feel like we would more be on his side and believing it. It's just the fact that he is is being a tyrant and he's basically being un- irrational yeah. that we feel like 
okay, you're being crazy. But if he if he if he heard the tape and was like, okay, I hear where you're coming from. That's a possibility, but I still think this. I think we would more likely be on his side. Yeah, it people seem you know, the craziest, I guess, whenever they're presented with information and no matter what it is, they're too stubborn to hear it or too stubborn to believe it. And Mm -hmm. I I just think with them presenting that to him, it's clear that, like, okay, there might be another option here. But it's just like Annalise said, like, she, he doesn't want to believe that he killed the wrong person. He maybe is reaching more for that because of, you know, he killed him. Well, technically Bonnie killed him, but whatever. But I think that him just kind of saying, no, absolutely not, it just makes it seem crazy. And the way that he keeps almost repeating, it yeah. was the governor, it was the governor, it was the governor, I'm like... Makes him that's what crazy. makes it sad. Yeah. But he's just, really this entire season mostly, he's just been going a little bit too far, yeah. digging into things that aren't, you know, his business. Yeah. Well, just like you mentioned when he confronted the juror, I was like, that's a ballsy move. Yeah. (laughs) Right there. Um, But when, see, I keep going back and forth. Like last week I was like, oh, Miller definitely didn't have anything to do with it. And then this week when we hear that the jury was presented only in, only once they were in deliberations with evidence, uh, Miller never brought this up before, uh, that Nate's dad's DNA was on the gun that's what sealed the deal for them. This whole time we've been thinking, of course, it was just the guards, but it wasn't. So how, I mean, how could that possibly have gotten in there if it wasn't Miller or who else could it be? Well, Gabriel. I don't mean that in like a prediction way. I mean, like literally. In the episode, they kind of broke down to us why if Miller did present the jury with the gun and the DNA, why he would present it to them after the after. Or while they were deliberating, right. rather. Yeah. So they brought that, they, it was brought to our attention that it's possible if they don't want it to be tampered with or if, if they feel like the in- information is too sensitive. But in this case, because Annalise and Miller were supposed to be working together mm-hmm. for that trial, I think that's what makes it more suspicious because you should have told us at least that you were going to present this evidence to the jurors. That way, we knew exactly why we lost or what the case may have been. Yeah. So we don't know if Miller was being paid off or, you know, if he has a bigger boss. We really just don't know well, at this point. Well, the governor could be his bigger boss. It's or it could, be, it could be any and everyone. But I think the thing that makes it, at least that part of it, the most suspicious to me is because it's not like there's a, a defense attorney that could have presented them with this. There's not. It's an inquest. That's not how it goes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, who could have actually done it? That Or what would the reason be? Maybe the guard could have done it at some point, but he does present a good argument in the sense of, like, this is why he would want to do it, because if he actually did, you know, mess with Nate's dad or help someone or whatever, that is a good way to cover it up, to make everyone think that you're on his side, and then to just be like, oh, no, I'm actually not. Can I say I love how the writers got us in the beginning with Nate meeting with the FBI and us not really realizing what could have happened within the 24 hours for him to be being questioned in that sense. And then when I found out why he really was meeting with the FBI, they were bringing him in not to arrest him, but to get questions, to get his DNA and etc. I was like, okay, y'all really tried to play me and make me feel like Nate was going to jail like his dad. Yeah, Not again, because he already yeah. been there once before. Do you think that when the show first started, you thought he was getting arrested? I didn't 
think he was getting arrested, but I thought that because he's been being so erratic, mm-hmm. yeah. that he was in trouble. Yeah. But to me, when the when it played out, it seemed like I was like, what? That didn't really have a buildup because I expected it to go down like that. So yeah. I was like, why did they give us 24 hours early? Like, it was something like big that was going to happen. Well, wasn't he starting to be interviewed at the end of last week's episode? Because we see, yeah, that's when he tells them that he thinks it's the governor, and we're all like, what the heck, you really just said that? I yeah. Think that, I think that was in the teaser. I think yeah, they, that I was in the teaser that they, they gave us, yeah. Okay, But yeah, it. I mean, I just didn't think it was like that big of a deal to have to show 24 hours before. Yeah. I mean, but he did have an episode when he was trying to get the evidence by himself before yeah. the FBI came and picked him up when he was at the, the police station. Yeah. And the officer, the officer was being a douche, trying to <laughs> trying to stall. Yeah. And that's why he doesn't have a name. Sorry. The <laughs> officer, officer douche. Officer douche. That's what we're going to call him. Because he literally was trying to stall, but he started to, he almost enticed Nate in a, in a sense. Yeah. And Nate being in the sense that in the in the state that he's in right now, you can't pull push any buttons. But I think it's because he's helped Nate with stuff in the past. Like when Nate's like, You knew I I haven't been employed by the DA for how however long and he's like, That didn't stop you before or he didn't say that exactly, but that's in the sense of what he said. So I almost get the idea that this guy's been helping Nate with you know, other stuff or whatever, because Nate's a trustworthy guy. They know that he's only asking them for stuff because of a legitimate reason, not because yeah. he's trying to, like, cover something up. But it's crazy, like, li- this happened later in the episode, but when the investigators, like, but I feel like she looked at him like, look, honey, <laughs> you beat these guys up. Right. You, Just tell the truth. You, you confronted a juror, you tried to get this gun, you got this DNA test, so it's like, everyone's ratting Nate out. I can see what yeah. a juror would, and the police officer, but I'm like, even your, like, special friend, she's, like, she went and told the cops that you're getting the DNA test from her, like... I don't trust it. I don't. I was I was actually asking some people in the chat what they thought about Nate because I think they're on our side. Sorry, April. Some people what? are saying, Who? you know, okay, let's just see here. So <laughs> <sighs> So Robbie said Robbie M says, I can't blame him for trying to find the proof that Miller was behind it. He will do anything to convince himself that it's Miller. Okay. okay. Ebony says uh. Ebony Morissette says I was uh irritated with him not seeing Bonnie's side or guilt until later. Ari Jam Air Jam says Nate needs to be tied up Rebecca style oh. until further notice. Oh. Way to bring it back. Air Jam. Nate. I don't know. All right, y'all are killing me. I can't. Too much, too much. That is so much. But before we move on to our next topic, we just really wanted to thank you guys for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. And for us to continue to grow, we could really use your help. So if you're on YouTube right now, just hit the thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in this conversation. Being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to all of us, and we truly appreciate your supporting us and doing what we love. Don't forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying our shows. Yay. Love you guys. Yes. Oh, Thank you so much. XOXO. I'm reading all of your uh, love in chat, and y'all are all hating night tonight. I hate it so much. Oh my gosh. I mean, I mean, I can you blame your comments, us? Obviously. Frank uh, is honestly, the ghost. I feel a little different about Nate tonight. I feel like he is being. Pegged with the crazy, but he's the only one that's actually onto something. The okay. moment with what him, what do you mean? Do you feel differently though? Uh, but I don't. I don't feel that way. Oh. I do feel like he was like obviously going a little crazy, but I, I'm like it's deserved if yeah. he thinks right. that this is what happened. 
But he does need to hear other people what other people say. But when he and Annalise are in his apartment, I think, talking, and um, he says, this is what happened. This DNA test is fake. You're either with me or you're not. Or get yeah, up and get leave out. if you're yeah. not. Um, and th- that's the point where I was like, oh, you have to, like, hear her. Because even I was like, no, that's kind of crazy. But then, he's right. The that, DNA yeah. test was fake. And that's- it's not... It wasn't his dad. But it really did pull my heartstrings, that part, yeah. because he said, have my back. And how many times have we seen Annalise act just as crazy as Nate is right now? True. More so. True. Like, yeah. But Annalise knows what she's doing and what she's talking about. This is Nate's first time being in that situation, so she's like, you might not... You might not be thinking straight. Let me yeah, help you. I can you. see that. Because even when Frank was on the phone with Nate, he was like, <laughs> like, you can't pull a Frank on Frank. Frank is the master of, you know, getting the scoop, hurting people, killing people, and throwing under the rug. Like, Nate, you're a rookie in this. That's what it's like. Calm down. So do you guys not feel like he deserves the benefit of the doubt? Like, granted, he's being crazy. He benefit also just lost his dad. Benefit of the doubt. Like, the DNA test of, at that point anyway. Of him mm-hmm. really feeling like it is the governor. Of him really feeling like Miller is the bad guy. So we have the tape of Miller. We, we still don't have the facts. We, yeah. we have the video recording of Miller actually thanking the warden for the incest and etc., but we don't we don't know that that's for sure. Inquest. In, in, incest. <laughs> incest. Incest. So y'all wasn't gonna correct me sooner. We, <laughs> I, I, we caught, I was trying to keep it in, and I was like, mm, okay, I can't. <laughs> I caught it late. Get y'all some real friends. because <laughs> these people. <laughs> anyway, um, I think he definitely deserves the benefit of the doubt. Which, no one else does, though. Which I think is actually what Annalise was giving him. At, Obviously, at the end, she was trying. He has a benefit. He needs a benefit of the doubt of going crazy, but he needs to like take a step back and realize they've done this in the past tons of times, and he might need to listen to them. He gave us that moment, though. He toward the end of the episode when he's consoling Bonnie, he gave us solid Nate. Yeah, he gave us a sound mind Nate, mm-hmm. and I kept thinking while watching that scene, there's no way that he can be as crazy as he is and still be able to pull blame from her and make sure that she isn't going to do anything crazy. That, right. I don't know, sure. but like a lot of uh, I don't know because like we use the word crazy so loosely too because I know I've yeah. been saying it, but a lot of people who seem like they are not all the way there. They're really smart. Yeah, Yeah, like, yeah, mentally stable. They're usually really smart and they're conniving. Like, you know, I love a lot of the documentaries and, you know. So not crazy, erratic. I'll say erratic because we we talk about his behavior. But I do think that by the end of the episode, whenever Annalise says to the Keating Five, this is what happened. It was the governor. This is, (sighs) you know, Nate has this. I think that is her giving him... I think that is her supporting him, and that is her going with him. Because she knows that that's an uphill battle right there. But the more I think about it, it's like, he's right. Even though he doesn't know that, obviously. But, it look, it's going to kill, like, multiple birds with one stone. It's going to get the governor, you know, off Annalise's back with all the crap she's been doing to her. It kind of gives us someone for Miller's mur- Miller's murder. Um, it gives us someone for the stuff that's been happening to Nate. And then it's like... you know, she gets justice. But I think that was, I don't think Annalise maybe truly believes that it was the governor. I think that's her supporting him and being like, okay, this is what we're going with. And I I just hate how she does that. It's like that controlling power. And they feel like they can't say anything to Annalise because she's Annalise Keating. Like I hate that. Like it's their allegiance to her. The cape. I mean, they don't. They don't have any better idea. I was going to say exactly, but it's just, I hate that. It's just kind of like the governor. Like if somebody gives you this, 
far-fetched idea, and then you're not even allowed to really say no, like, I just hate that they have to go through that. Well, they, I mean, they shouldn't have murdered people if they didn't want to have I know, but it's like, they, they just, it's messy. Honestly, it's it's messy, it's really messy. Even in the past, when they have, they, they've, they've stood up to her before and yes. said, no, we don't want to go with this idea. And she's like, okay, well, you can walk out and get out, like, you out there on your own. Mm-hmm. I think their problem is, the reason why they answer her and they have this allegiance to her is because if you kind of don't have AK on your side... Who do you have? Who do you have? That's What's going to happen point. when you get mixed up? If the FBI do bring you in... Yeah, she's everybody's lawyer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cha. Good point. <laughs> I mean, thank God everyone has her supporting them, including our boy, Crawford. Do we like him? Do we not? I like I like Crawford. I he's think. a creep. Um, he's a why? Creep. No, I'm just kidding. I was going to say, you feel like he's a creep? No, I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just like, I just don't see it for him and Annalise as far as like what? the flirtation yeah. vibes. You didn't catch any flirting between them? I mean, well, he basically did you're flirting tonight. that uh, last to scene between like, them. Ugh. Yeah, but that he's last not a scene. creep. Okay, Sorry. well, can we talk about the fact that Annalise caught him kissing in the car with Nora, and then... <laughs> they weren't kissing, she was kinda, though. Yes, they were. They were Wait, making they were. out. Maybe that? I just wasn't watching it. I thought that... Yeah, they were definitely... They were definitely... Me guys. <laughs> they were making out, and then he had the nerve to try to make his move and ask her on a date. Sir! He's like, my ex-girlfriend. I need to open your door. Sir! Thank you. Sir! Okay, but Tegan also tried hitting on Annalise, though. Yeah, but not tonight. Yes, she did. Tonight, she did. No, she did not. She does it in a cuter way, though. Yeah, hers was less conspicuous. When she was like, um... Was she fine or was she fine? Yeah, she's like letting it be known that <laughs> like, I think women are fine. Yeah, did you not? You that was not tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Was the they were talking about Nora. Yeah. Yes. And exactly. she was asking if she was joking though. Oh, it wasn't like see, yeah, Crawford's, diff- yeah. Crawford's was different. Crawford's was pretty like out there. Crawford was like, I am closing the Nora door so that I can open the Annalise door. So what's up? Exactly. Okay. Um, so what's wrong with that? How's that creepy? He's just. I don't think every shot you don't take, you miss every shot you don't take. It's not creepy. It's just the fact that he he ain't nothing. Can you say that for me? He ain't ain't, ish. He ain't ish. Because how you go from making out with Nora to asking Annalise on a date? You know, rekindling old flame. (laughs) Someone's there. You know, she knocked on the door. She's trying to be, and she seemed a little jealous. She was, and you didn't even apologize. So you can't. Why? But they. Why would you apologize? He and Annalise have nothing. He has nothing to apologize for. He made out with his ex. What? What? What you're making very clear right now is the guy-gal mentality. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're doing. Oh, my gosh. We don't have enough time to talk about that tonight. Ooh, I'm just kidding. Okay. What do, you, what do you think about this whole case thing? I was uh, admittedly confused when we were watching it because I, I'm like, I thought the whole case against Crawford was because of his... Uh, I forget the word they use. Sexual misconduct. Sexual misconduct. But then we have Nora, who is cute. She's cute. Hey, Nora. She's fine. She's fine. (laughs) fine. And her lawyer, Jensen, who's also a C&G lawyer. And basically the basis is that um, he's going to take the fault for her giving this genetic uh, information to a company. He's going to say that he recommended it to her and she did it because she loved him or they had a relationship. It doesn't make sense because I'm like, that has nothing to do with the misconduct. But is that because that's how he's going to get off of the misconduct? It just seems a little, like, thrown in I think to they, make other points, but maybe they could have done that in a better way. I think they tried to sell it as the reason 
that Nora's company was in the mess that it was in was because of sexual misconduct between Crawford and her, which is why when they readdressed it at the beginning, she she made sure, Nora made sure to say consensual sex. Yeah. So they kind of hashed that out, but it them saying sexual misconduct on Crawford's part would just help the case. Like you sexually assaulted or I don't think it was I don't I think, think he assaulted well, you can't misconduct be because with a he was client. a client. She right, right. A client. Right. So But it doesn't make sense to why he's like this isn't the first time someone's done this. So why, just because he was involved with a client, why is this whole, like... I mean, selling genetic information to uh, companies sounds pretty dang bad. So yeah. it's like, why is he even slightly willing to take the fall for that? Because he loves her. That, but that's going to get him that back into C&G's good graces? That doesn't, it just doesn't make sense to me. I understand he loves her, He's whatever. Sprung. But it's He's like, sprung. you're going <laughs> to... You can, well, dang, I need somebody like that. Right. <laughs> Crawford is ride or die. Okay, maybe I like Crawford and Annalise. What I do love is Crawford and Annalise's idea yes. to pin it on Jensen. They make a great yeah. team. I definitely noticed that. Yeah, yeah. yet you were calling him a creep. <laughs> I took it what back. What makes him a creep? First of all, I let's do a timeline. I called I him a creep. I took it back. He is still slightly creepy. But How? How so? Just like just Explain. his flirtation with Annalise, but as far as like their business and them working together, they make a good team. Yeah, he's a great lawyer. Yes. You can tell. Yes, I like the Dude. fact. I like the fact that he looked at her <laughs> and was like, "Okay, well, if you're not going to go with this, then I really did love you." Because the Jensen guy is thinking that this is such a crazy idea, but really, he's. I mean, you got to think of what kind of person you have to be to be like, "Oh, well, this can all go away if you just admit that." you're the one that did this. Like, it seems like he's the wrong person in it, even though he technically wasn't. And I'm surprised, but I'm happy that Nora went along with it and was like, oh, actually, you did recommend it to me. Nora's kind of savage. She seemed like a stand-up kind of gal. Yeah. Nah. Wow. I was a little (laughs) iffy about her, too. I was iffy, but I thought the the car interaction whenever Annalise was like, she's manipulating you. I was like, oh, yeah, she is. Exactly. I I I believed her. Yeah, same. I, I believe first, Annalise. But... I was like, oh no, she's up to something. Same. Yeah. When Annalise was explaining it, I was like, oh yeah, she probably was manipulating you. But I also believed Nora. I believed that she was genuine in the moment to say, look, don't go through with it. I don't want you to do it. I well, I and think she so proved, too. And she proved so. Yeah, I think so too because she was very easy to be like, oh okay, it's your fault, not yours. Yeah. yeah. So that's better. Um, our other CNG girl, Tegan, of course, <laughs> back with the flirtation. I can't decide which I like better. I know y'all like Tegan more than Crawford, but whatever. Who's um, y'all? Not me. Not you. Okay. <laughs> These her two. outfit was so... Her outfits Who's were Tegan? cute oh, she this episode. So she, I feel like she has the best wardrobe yes. on the show. Um, she is... the Her whole part of this episode is about Michaela talking her into doing this civil case for Nate Sr. And then she's like, oh, wait, never mind. Because clearly that's going to dig up too much. But what did it do? make her start I digging. I honestly just feel like, why do people on the show need, can't mind their own business? Why can't they mind their own business? Because yeah. she is literally trying to figure out like why they don't want to talk to Nate or whatever. And um, Well, Michaela yeah. went after her, though. So it's like, when, once someone comes after you that hard, and then you're all of a sudden they're like, oh, never mind. That's He's not into it. Of course, you're going to be like, what in the world? And especially if you just went this hard with your boss and whoever she did, like she said, in order to get them to even slightly approve the case. So it's like... Michaela just needs to mind her business. That's what it is. Wait, what? Michaela just needs to mind her business. Because she is the reason... No, Tegan does too. 
Tegan knows because of Michaela, though. Because when everyone told right. Michaela to take a chill pill off the, the lawsuit yeah. for Nate, she persisted. And she said, well, maybe if I get everything in order before telling Nate about it, that'd be fine. Yeah. So before she even knew about the Nate and Miller situation, she decided to approach Tegan. Which now brings another person into this drama. Tegan's on the phone with the freaking FBI. We don't know what's going to happen like, there. If I, was in that, into it. if I was in that group, anytime I thought something was going on, and I'm like, hey, what's going on? Everyone doesn't want to tell me. I'd be like, all right, bye. Like, I would want to know because then I am, I might be like an guilty. Accessory. Yeah, an accessory to whatever you guys are cooking up. Yeah. So I'd just be like, don't tell me. But Tegan, Michaela, like, everyone's just like, trying to find out and dig deeper. Yeah. I almost think, though, that's why she ended up calling the FBI investigator at the end. To because Because of all that she went through last season with everything with Laurel's dad and whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, she almost lost her job. She could have been disbarred, could have gone to jail because of her involvement. It's like, I feel like as soon as she is thinking, oh, I'm getting involved in something screwy, she wants to kind of be like, okay, this is what I have. This is weird. So let me remain out of it, which is going to be bad for her, obviously, but I don't know. I, I'm I'm kind of just over Michaela right now. She's always sticking <laughs> her head in people's business, and she needs to calm down. Well, it's just like tonight, whenever they're <laughs> all at, down. they're all at home, and they're talking about, they're arguing about Christopher again, and she's like, oh, Christopher can hear you. Uh, obviously, this is going to lead me into Laurel, because Laurel actually really bothered me tonight. Like, I was like, this is annoying to me. I understand you're concerned about your kid, but like, it just seems, it's like, just like Annalise said, she's like, you have to give, forgive her. We don't have enough time for this. Like, they don't just, they have Gabriel still, obviously, that we'll talk about, but that all going on and wondering why he's there. And then they still have Miller being murdered and they all know about it. So it just seems a little, I mean, I know it's your child. You have to be concerned. I, Laurel she is, went too hard. Yeah, she did. I agree. She should have slowed down once they were like, leave Bonnie alone. However, can you really ever tell someone they going too hard for their kid? What's ha- nothing happened With, to their kid? But you don't know that. Well, yes, I, I do. Mean, I saw like the video. But you but, saw right. it as a fan. As as a mom, all she knows is that blood was involved. I really don't know if you were beating Miller up with my child in your hand. Like <laughs> okay, I don't know but, that you put my kid down. My kid. The kid is safe. That's it. Okay, no, no, I get what you're saying because that is literally an infant, and if I yeah. see blood on like even if it was like my nieces or something, I would freak out. So I get it. Someone in the chat, please tell me who was it last week that said, "Oh, Laurel need to be more angry about her kid having blood." I think blood. you just had this conversation. I said in your head. something about the blood. I did it. I said something it was about the blood being on the blanket, but I was like, "Oh, I can't believe she didn't question that." Nothing about her being. Ang- it wasn't me. Nothing <laughs> about her being angry. But I do think I fully understand what you're saying course like you you go as hard as you can for your child but it's i mean there are bigger things there are bigger things right now but in my life there's nothing bigger than me and my child yeah i just think they needed to give them airtime honestly and and maybe (laughs) but what i can say is there was another prediction i believe it was from jamie or cj who wanted to know more about michaela's past and we got that tonight yes i loved hearing about that yeah Yeah. i wanted to know more because every time that like every season we learn about something Uh, about her, her being in the room with her mom when she was sh- shot. I don't see yeah. why not. Yeah, that'd yeah. be a lot to make up. And I think the reason she brought it up is because she's like, Laurel, I get it. You're worried about your son. Infant trauma is real. So I think that's the reason. So I believe it. And I'm glad I know at least a little bit more. 
yeah. about Michaela. Um, this is one of my favorite comments for sure. Black Magic ninety nine says Laurel was annoying I love AF. That meme. She was tripping worse <laughs> than Nate. <laughs> she was tripping. You're right. She tripping, was going a little tripping. crazy. Um, but she did have a good point. So, Laurel, good job on the mom award. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, um, she does hard. The only reason y'all feel like she was tripping is because Bonnie was close to committing suicide. And I love the suicide PSA that they gave along with oh, yeah, that was amazing. tonight's show, let me just say. But because Bonnie was, you know, going off the edge. Well, she was. And I mean, it's. I think it's important to note that Annalise kind of starts off the beginning of the episode asking Asher, he's like, you you take good care of her. Can you make sure you watch out Asher for her? Asher always knows. But then Asher... <laughs> lies to her and says tells Bonnie I'm so sorry they just figured out it on their figured it out on their own which well, they is, did kind of but That's he not a lie. also told no they Michaela looked at Asher and was like Asher what happened he's like yeah. it they, was Bonnie they or it was me yeah but that, he told them he did but he lied to her but I guess why would he tell the truth in that moment like yeah sure I ratted everybody out because Bonnie's like very sensitive clearly she's fragile right now and she has good reason to be she just killed her potentially innocent boyfriend because she thought he murdered someone do you think he could have I always wondered do you think that he could have survived if someone had called 911 sure why not he probably could have, you know. Would I feel he like have Nate had to. The way Nate was hitting him, yeah. Mm-mm. The the blood splatter. Ugh. That was every time they replayed. I had to I'm look just down. Like, ah. Nate had definitely like beaten him to a pulp, but I mean, you hear people surviving that stuff all the time. Him. But that's why I did like the moment. I know we talked about it, but between Nate and Bonnie so much, where he's like, you know, because this whole time he's like, it was me, it was me, and then he's like, she's like, no, it was me. He's like, but you did it for me, and I almost feel like that made her feel a little better. Um, but she clearly is on, you know, obvious suicide watch. The moment with her in the car, I mean, that was just terrible. In the garage? In the garage, and yeah. Frank finds her, and then when he's looking in the house, and, you know, like, I feel like everyone's afraid of murderers, and you go and, like, look behind the shower curtain, and he looked genu- <sighs> genuinely devastated. Yeah. That that moment, just not even seeing her there, was like, okay. I know. It was a lot. It was crazy. And then, of course, we end with Gabriel... Yeah, I was We're, not ready for him to be the one in jail. Or, I, I literally had written in my notes before it even happened when Frank's looking for Bonnie. I'm like, Bonnie is in custody. That's what I thought. But then I'm like, of course, I did think that Gabriel might go to jail soon just because they were looking into him and they did they did see they did hear the voicemail. So, but it seems so circumstantial. But it doesn't make sense. I'm sure when they maybe knocked on his door, I assume that's who knocked on his door as he was cutting up his ID. Why would he be cutting up his ID? Why would he be? I mean, he into a packed bag. Knew what? That someone was coming. For, but why would he be scared if he didn't do anything? We're going to have to find out next week. We are going to have to find out next week. I also want to hear y'all's predictions, though. Um, but before... Never mind, we're going to do predictions. <laughs> I mean, that's a good a good way to lead into it, because who even knows what's going on? Why yeah. do you think Gabriel specifically... He's definitely hiding something. We again, just like when Ga- uh, well, when Rome came here to the studio, he kept saying, "You guys don't know enough about Gabriel's character," and we literally still don't know enough about him. So I think he's definitely hiding something. We still don't know what's going on with Bonnie and her sister. Um, and now I don't even know if there's any relation. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, we don't even know if there's any relation between Bonnie's sister and Gabe, yeah. or what's going on, or even uh, Violet, who is Gabe's mother. Where is this woman? You know, just all these things. Another prediction is. Um, Tegan, 
can we truly trust her? I don't know. Mm-hmm. She might still want to bring Annalise down because remember they did have that little mini rivalry, so I'm not really sure. But she might want to be back on top in her company because they almost had her lose her job. Yeah. So she's probably like, mm, not again. And uh, Bonnie, I want her to go off. Not O F F A W F F off. Off. Like I never go off on people because she's been a little too nice. So it's time to be not nice. She's been very demure, but she has reason to be. I feel like Nate is going to be right about someone actually setting up his dad, Mm -hmm. and and I think that we're going to learn more about Gabriel. That's my prediction. Okay. So my prediction. I think that Nate's going to go down for Miller's murder. They're going to find something out, and he's like, I don't know. It's going to be close to the end of the season, though, but I don't think he's going to get away with murder. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, Gabe, something fishy, still cooking with it. I don't like him. Yeah. Never did, never have. And, then, <laughs> and Asher's just going to keep killing it. I actually think that Gabe <laughs> is telling the truth, and that's why we think it's so fishy. I think he is there to help or to find out what happened to his dad. I also think he was helping Miller because Miller could probably find out more information and Miller, he said, was investigating them, which leads to information about Sam. I think he's telling the truth and that's why we think he's so fishy and I I mean, granted him cutting up the ID does make me question it a little bit, but I do think he's telling the truth. So we'll see. Um, Before we do Keating's Best, let's do some news and gossip. Okay, um, so we'll make this a really interesting news and gossip, guys, because there's so much juicy, juicy stuff. So, the first one is Miss Viola Davis. I love saying her name. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> but she had a recent interview on Jamie Kimmel, so we're going to play a quick clip. Good stuff. When you yes, initially pitched the right? show, was the title How to Get Away with Murder, or did that come later on? No, that came later on. And you know what? My ego, I said, <laughs> the title is going to be the name of my character. And that's when my name was Annalise DeWitt. Uh-huh. Ooh, Can I you like imagine that? that? And it I sounds pretty like Titanic. I don't, I don't know like an Annalise DeWitt. Yeah, it's not a catchy title either. No, it's not. It's not catchy. I would have accepted it. Yeah, you would have taken it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, that was her interview on Jimmy Kimmel, which I love, Viola, her energy, everything she had to say. But Angela DeWitt, I can't really imagine the show being called that. No, that'd be weird. Yeah. But um, so there has been another article out. So from People Magazine, Cicely Tyson, who played uh, Viola Davis or Annalise's mother, is going to come back in her pivotal role on How to Get It With Murder. So, um, yes, and they talked more about this. There's another photo where they have um, an image, so it's like a sneak peek Mm -hmm. of the whole crew at dinner. So you see her Crawford, you see Annalise's mom. Both of our lovers? Yes. You see to the left, Bonnie, and then you see Tegan. What do you guys think of this? Oh, it's a family affair. I think it's going to go down. It's going to be messy. Her mom's going to be like, I know both of you have something with my daughter. And those drinks that does not look like um, non-alcoholic beverages, (laughs) I don't know. They're getting tipsy. And you know what? Always, uh, Annalise always has like those dark moments, you know, when her mother's around. Yeah. So there's that too. Okay. Now, last but not least, there's another sneak peek. So I was telling you guys about um, the creator of the show as well. Pete Nowak. Mm-hmm. So he was just giving a sneak peek of the last episode. The last episode is going to be called Please Say No One Else Is Dead. So they're starting this, the script on that. They said they had a read-through for the season 5 finale, which is the 75th episode. So I'm super excited. Like, the episode is no, Please Say No One Else Is Dead. So that's just 
crazy right there. I feel like we've said that every season. Like, I know. It's like, like I'm dying. Yeah, yeah. Ah! I know. And, uh, yeah, and also, last but not least, at the SAG Awards, Asia Naomi King was there. I did see her, guys. I did go to that award show. I said, hey. I name-dropped Rome Flynn. I was like, he was in the studio. Oh, my gosh, you gotta, like, watch our show. But she didn't want any interviews. She was so polite and sweet. And, of course, she looked gorge. Yes. That's our news and gossip. Um, okay. Awesome. We have our Keating's Best, which okay. we've been yes. thinking about all episodes. Hey, so, Keating... Okay, so Keating's best. We'll do this really fast because I think we're a little over time. Yeah. But it's basically like the MVP of the episode, tonight's episode. So quickly, who do you guys think is your Keating's best? Frank, hands down. Frank was going to be mine, but I'm going to go with Annalise. She was amazing this episode. Her character. Yeah, but her character, she was clutch. All right, Frank it is. (laughs) Uh, Mine was Frank, but just to be different, I'm going with Crawford since he ended up changing it up in the end and went against the other guy. I don't think I have one because everyone's just seen. <laughs> you have to say one. If I had to say one, it'd be Frank because he carried Bonnie and Saverick. But um, perfect. So I guess we're all in agreement. But I think everyone was just equal. Yes. Let us know below in the comments who you think your king's best is, and we will in, read them. In chat, it's Frank, 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 Frank. So yeah. everybody loves Frank. <laughs> they get it. Um, thank y'all so much again for joining us. Can't wait already for next week's episode. In the meantime, y'all can find me everywhere at April Wissenham. And you can follow me on all social platforms at Hand Slay. You can find me on Twitter at It's Jamie Gray or on IG at Jamie Gray. So guys, CJ Walker, you can find me everywhere with ICJ Walker, even on YouTube, because I'm a YouTuber. <laughs> Y'all can find us everywhere at AfterBuzz. Be sure to rate, comment, like, subscribe. We want to hear from y'all and hear what you think. And until then, we'll see y'all next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 